Hey guys, this is going to be my follow-up video <clears throat> to uh, Should Roman Reigns Turn Heel Part 2 uh, because I talked too much in my first podcast, which I'm trying to upload. It's not working. It's just the internet is just so fucking slow here right now. So I'll try to make this as short as possible. Uh, okay, so at that first episode or the first recording, I talked about you know, the shortcomings of Roman Reigns as a top face and talked about everything that WWE has done wrong in terms of pushing Roman Reigns. And I was going to talk about the fact, you know, what to do with the Universal Championship. Now, who should face Brock Lesnar? And it's been rumored, and it brought in two names, which were Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Not Bobby Lashley, based on the booking they've done right now, my God. But Bobby, sorry, Brock Lesnar, sorry. Ugh. So many bloopers. Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins. So let's begin. This idea was put in by a lot of people, by a lot of podcasters, you know, starting from JD and a lot of people. And it does make sense. <clears throat> so let's start with Seth Rollins. With, with these two guys, there's a lot of history to, there's a lot of history between these two guys as well. In terms of Seth Rollins, Rollins won his first world title by cashing in his money in the bank in the main event against Lesnar and Reigns. And it was Reigns that he pinned. Lesnar was not pinned. So Lesnar was pissed off. So he was suspended. And once he finally got his rematch at Battleground at 2013, I believe. 13, 14-ish, I forgot. Oh, it was around 15. When it looked like Lesnar was going to win by hitting the F5, lights went out, Taker came in, kicked Lesnar in the jewels. And then it started the feud with Taker and Lesnar which was amazing, which ended at Hell in a Cell, which was a great match. So Lesnar never got his rematch. I mean, Lesnar never got his revenge against Seth Rollins. At this, although at this point, Lesnar will uh, have forgotten about that, or maybe Lesnar will not care about that shit because he is the Universal Championship. But you can bring out that history. And also, uh, the fact, you know, you could build Seth Rollins as the champion. You know, just imagine how WWE loves their booking. And you could say champion versus champion match. You know, the IC title versus the Universal Championship. So that enough would be intriguing, you know, to be the first ever Universal and Intercontinental Championship. That much would be intriguing for Paul Heyman to make this match. And, I mean, just think about the highlight, you know, the booking for this match. My God, it would be, it would be amazing. And... You could do that, and in terms of Braun Strowman, there's unfinished business as well. Although, yes, he pinned Strowman with just one F5 at no mercy last year. It has been said by Paul Heyman that Lesnar escaped, survived Braun Strowman, and Braun Strowman has been booked, has been showed as someone who who could defeat Brock Lesnar. It, it is just the mere fact of luck or a mistake that Lesnar has escaped Braun Strowman. Even at Royal Rumble, as a triple threat match, it was Lesnar who pinned Kane. It was not Strowman, it was Kane who was pinned. So Strowman came down and said, you did not pin me. And it does make a good chance. So you could say, you know, you could have Braun Strowman say, I want competition. I want to be the top guy. I want to face with the Universal Championship. I want to defeat Brock Lesnar. And you could have, in a comp you know, you could have Kurt Angle and Stephanie McMahon saying, no, you can't do that. You've caused too much damage. And, you know, you just have Braun Strowman, you know, have Braun Strowman what he does best. Wreak havoc. You know, have him flip over buildings, flip over the whole audience. Not that, but 
the rain, you know, have him destroy the whole locker room and say, I'm going to keep on doing this until you give me the chance to face Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. And, you know, build Strowman up, you know, maybe have a number one contendership match against Roman Reigns or a qualifying tournament match and have Braun Strowman win it. And you could do Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar, which is, you know, alone a good, good main event match for SummerSlam. And it comes full circle. At SummerSlam 2014, it was Strowman who... It almost looked like Strowman was going to win. So after one year, Strowman finally gets his revenge and beats Brock Lesnar. So these two would make sense. So where does it leave Roman Reigns? And this idea has been pitched, like I said or earlier, by a lot of podcasters, especially JD, and I love this idea. So, you know, you could have either one. You know, Roman, Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman as the one who faced Brock Lesnar. And at this point, I would have Roman Reigns lose. Oh no, how is WWE going to do that? I know, but just hear me out. I would make Roman Reigns lose like how Johnny Gargano has was losing, you know, before his final win against that fatal four-way match to face um, Andrade Almas at NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. But it's not in terms of sympathetic, in terms of, I'm going to book in terms of frustration, how Roman Reigns is starting to get frustrated. And it would make a lot of sense, you know, have Roman Reigns lose important matches like maybe his match against, um, you know, just like his Money in the Bank qualifier match. Have him lose his match against Jinder Mahal. Have, have him lose maybe his uh, IC title match to Seth Rollins. Have him lose the number one contendership match to Braun Strowman. And that just pushes Roman Reigns off. And at this point, Roman Reigns is he's just had enough. And maybe have him off television for one month, you know, have him be an absent, like Roman Reigns, and make the commentators talk like, what is this going on? Where's Roman Reigns? And Roman Reigns has been frustrated. He just wants, you know, take this time off and all that. And then finally the match at SummerSlam happens, whether it's Seth Rollins or versus Brock Lesnar or Strowman versus Lesnar. <clears throat> Roman Reigns comes out, you know, with other two guys in the shield mask, you know, shield attire. Rollins is confused. And when they come without, you know, put throw out their mask, it's either the authors of pain or Usos like Roman Reigns suggested in the you know, in the recent interview that he did, which would be even great. So, you know, and Ro Roman Reigns comes out, hits Seth Rollins is strong with Superman punch, spears Roman spears yeah, Rollins spears Roman Reigns. Roman spears Lesnar and you know, he holds the universal title. The next night in Raw, you know, he comes out and says, I'm sick and tired of you people looking down on me. Now it's my time. This is my yard now. I've done everything in my power to make your fans believe in me. But you have done nothing but always boo me. You've never supported me. You've always wished for my failure, which is true. And, you know, you could say now I'm sick and tired of what is best for business. And I'm going to do what is best for Roman Reigns. He drops the mic and he goes out. And, you know, he goes for a rampage. He just wreaks havoc with his new Shield members. You know, whether it's Authors of Pain or, you know, Jimmy and Jay Uso as the heels, you know, as Simone Shield or whatever. They wreak havoc like what they, what Nexus did or what Shield did in, his, in their prime. So until he gets his shot at the Universal title, and just imagine a heel Roman Reigns with the likes of Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, Roman Reigns has a lot of faces to face. You know, Finn Balor, my God, the booking would be amazing. So, 
there's a, a lot to be achieved by turning Roman Reigns heel than he being you know doing nothing with Roman Reigns and just flat, making Roman Reigns flounder around in meaningless feuds with Jenna Mahal and Samoa Joe. Right now, at this point, WWE even doesn't know what to do. Their main priority is to make Roman Reigns the top babyface, but the way they're booking, even they know that they've failed in this project. So it's time to realize this and make Roman Reigns the heel. Roman Reigns has all the potential to be the top face that WWE wants. And there have been a lot of examples. If you go into the past, you could take the examples of Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, you know, <clears throat> let's take Stone Cold for example, as a ringmaster he was not going anywhere, then he went to ECW, became Stone Cold, came back to WWE, cut that amazing 316 promo, and with this feud, you know, Bret Hart as the heel, and that amazing double turn, which changed not only the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, but the entire WWE industry, which helped Austin not just Austin, but the whole WWF to win the Monday Night Wars. Once he, you know, he did not tap out to Bret Hart with his blood pool, you know, passing out in that submission hold. That made fans cheer Stone Cold Steve Austin and it became the motherfucking biggest SOB that we all loved. Who hits a stunner, raises hell, and leaves. Same thing with Rock. Before he was the most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment, he was Rocky Maivia. This bland... Babyface, we came out, smiled, and people were sick and tired of it. It came to a point where even people chanted, Die, Rocky, die. And at that point, Rock knew they had to change something. So he, you know, turned heel, uh, went on to join Nation of Domination, and then he cut that promo where he went on to become the most electrifying man in all sports entertainment. That just you know, when he was the leader of Nation of Domination, it just he just showed a lot of charisma that we are accustomed to now and that went on to become the rock even his heel turn as the corporate champion survivor series was great and when he was too over as a baby face they had no choice but to turn the rock heat i mean sorry the rock face and he went on to become not just the ele most electrifying in all sports entertainment but in whole pop culture media he went on to be the biggest blockbuster attraction at Hollywood, you know, breaking box office records. So, same thing can happen with Roman Reigns. They're trying to make Roman Reigns the next John Cena, whereas they should not be doing that. The thing that did not, I mean, they tried to do the same thing with, you know, for Hulk Hogan with the Ultimate Warrior and Lex Luger and Psycho Sid as the next Hulk Hogan, but that thing did not work. You know, when it was when Vince realized it was time for the new guys like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart to be the face bearers of the new generation era, and we knew the old style of WWE would not work. And when he, when the WWF went into attitude and pushed the likes of Stone Cold and The Rock, where they created new stars, do you think at the attitude era people would have tuned in to see an old, uh, wrinkled Jake the Snake Roberts be the likes of The Rock? You know, or someone like maybe, let's say, Macho Man Randy Savage at WCW, WWF, come out and squash Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. They created new stars and had veterans like Undertaker and Shawn Michaels along the line. And that's what they WWE should do. They should not just focus on Roman Reigns. There should be a fine rotation. The thing why Attitude War Era worked 
was there was great matches in terms of in-ring talent. They are WWE's like very rich right now. Then they were an attitude era, but at that time, every people, every superstar had a gimmick, a character, and there was a fine rotation in the mid card, in the tag team. Not so much for the women, but and the main event, everyone had a purpose. And in terms of the title, yes, it was dominated by the likes of Stone Cold, The Rock, and Triple H. But there was a fine rotation. Sometimes it was Kane. Sometimes it was Undertaker. Sometimes it was Mankind. There was a fine rotation. Whenever someone is absent, the other one took the ball and ran with it. Whereas the past few weeks, the champion, the past few years, the champ, they have not created much multiple main event stars. You could say maybe Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins, but they are not in the main event caliber of not just The Rock, but even to the caliber of John Cena or even Edge or Randy Orton. They're not as popular as many people think. So you have a lot of stars. I mean, people, they should really pull the trigger with Shinsuke Nakamura, like they've done with AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura and Bobby Roode. And Finn Balor because they're already in their late 30s. And you, they are not going to be here for as long as you want. So they have to do as quickly as possible. And I would like to end this by saying this. Roman Reigns has a lot of potential. He's a good in-ring worker. He has improved a lot in the ring. But with this insistence on pushing Roman Reigns as a top face, as the way of doing, it's not going to do anything great for WWE. It's not going to be do anything for Roman Reigns. It's not going to do anything for the WWE as well. And yes, WWE is making money, but you have to realize they cannot rely on part-timers as much as they want. Brock Lesnar is already, I think, is going to be on his 40s. John Cena is 40 years old. Randy Orton will turn 40 in two years. And other stars like Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, and others are already going to turn 40. Bobby Roode is already 40 years old. Same thing with AJ Styles. So they need to create new stars. Time is running. And they have to pull the trigger very quickly. And they don't have anything to lose right now because the ratings are down, the viewership is down, so they might as well take the plunge and go with it. I mean, if you can make Jinder Mahal the WWE Champion, so I think there would be no harm in making Roman Reigns the heel. And once Roman Reigns has done an awesome job as a heel, people will start to cheer him. And that'll be best for business. So with that, I want to end this. Thank you for listening. Until then, stay awesome. Stay humble. I'll catch you later, guys. Peace out.